0: You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics.
1: And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus, taking questions now in the mailbag, bringing in Husker Online's Grace Harmon. Grace, thanks for coming and joining us here out of quarantine. It's always good to see you. What do you got to lead us off with?
2: All right. Well, are there any positives caused by not having spring practice?
1: (sighs) I have a hard time um, seeing very many positives. Um, You know, somebody brought up a point. Could guys that are injured and just players' bodies in general, the rest time be good? I mean, I think they get enough rest time as it is. So find one for me. I don't see any.
3: No there's not that's your answer uh you know got, uh, sure maybe somebody can't get hurt playing football but guess what now he's having to figure out how to work out at home without any supervision from uh, a division one you know strength staff and, and good equipment and good equipment he's probably like lifting like bucket, nope. buckets of water on a broomstick or something like that i mean i saw divine Zigbo put two tires on a on a, on a bar and was deadlifting that i mean like so sure you're not on the football field and the, i guess the risk of football injuries are reduced but but you're also setting guys up to basically train on their own without any expertise around them. So that's I think just as much of a counterbalance there. And then to say that being away from the football program, away from the coaches, away from the facilities, and all that stuff, more importantly, that away from the training table, to say that there's any positives from that, uh, I think is just
0: ludicrous. Yeah, I think if you are going to try and find a silver lining to it all, you know, I, I think you could make somewhat of a, a argument that, that this could be kind of a you know a rejuvenation of sorts uh, because I mean, being a, being a student athlete is a grind and, and going to class and going to treatment and, and going to practice. And I mean, it's a 40 plus hour, you know, at least uh, a week deal. And, and so maybe, you know, when it's taken away and, and they're kind of able to, to uh, you know, take care of their bodies take care of their mind whatever i, I don't know um, and, and sometimes you don't know you know how much you love something until it's taken away too so maybe some of these guys are hungrier than ever uh to get back at it i, I don't know i'm i may be reaching a, quite a bit here but if anything that that to me could be somewhat of a positive but overall the definite bad deal
2: all right and nate what are the vegas odds for nebraska landing tj ball Bowlers. Ooh, the,
0: the Vegas odds <laughs> on landing TJ Bowlers. Um, I mean, I, I've got Wisconsin in the lead right now, and I think they've got a, a sizable lead, in my, in my opinion. He just released his top six. Um, you know, if I were going to handicap that, I'd put Nebraska at probably plus 280, plus 300, somewhere around there. Not not terrible, but also not, not great either, so – um, but you know, I, that might be, that might be a bet to, to, uh, go ahead and put, put some money on because that could pay off some juice there. There's a little bit of juice there. Could, okay. Could, uh, <laughs> it could pay off well in the long run. What do you got
1: next, Grace?
2: All right. Do you think in the wake of everything, will college football see more or fewer transfers this summer? Oh,
1: I think it's going to be more just because there's a lot of guys sitting around with a lot of time to think <laughs> and one thing you can do is you can talk on the phone and visit with lots of people. So um, there are probably going to be a lot of guys that just don't end up back at their school, um, you know, with with where they go. One for us at Nebraska, I'm curious about is JD Spielman Mm -hmm. and that whole situation. I don't think many of us expect him back, but um, this thing even, you know, I was thinking about this too. Think if all this would have happened, Before, you know, they announced the Spielman thing like Nebraska wouldn't would never have even had to say he was gone. I mean, it was was like a week away from being able to just kind of let it take care of itself with COVID-19. So I don't know. I, I think you'll see a lot of action this summer with transferring.
3: Well, you know, especially like we talked about guys being at home left with their own devices and um, being away from the program. I think that obviously kind of changes perception a little bit and um, makes you, uh, whether it's right or wrong, reevaluate your situation and think that maybe somewhere else there's uh, greener grass. But, you know, the other side to it is, you know, with all this. It's going to be waiver city with the NCAA and I mean, there's basically anybody that wants to move is basically going to get a free pass. And so that I think is going to play into it just as much as anything. Uh, you know, just the fact that, uh, the consequences are probably going to be
0: as limited as they've ever been. Yeah, I think that's going to be a huge deal. The other thing is, you know, academics. Um, You know, I I wouldn't be surprised if some of these guys struggle down the stretch here, trying to close out this semester uh, without the the support of the academic uh, resources that Nebraska has for all their student athletes. I mean, that is huge. And so, you know, Dennis LeBlanc and and that crew there, they do – as good a job as anybody in the country for for the student athletes at nebraska and with all these people with all the athletes at home you know on their on their own um i, I think you know i wouldn't be surprised if there's some casualties uh, academically
1: yeah just tracking the grading will be interesting how that goes because i mean i assume grace i don't know if you talk to students i mean a lot of the grading's the same right now for kids i mean they'll still receive full letter grades and assignments
2: Yeah, um, some professors are kind of doing their own thing where they're saying where you were at in the semester, what your grade was. Like, if you're happy with your grade, we can end it there. Or you can keep, if you're not happy with your grade, you can keep doing the assignments. I've heard a couple different professors doing that, but uh, some are just the exact same.
1: Interesting. All right, what do you have next?
2: Um, What's your estimate? How long do you think it'll take players to get back into playing shape once the green light's given?
1: I mean, I think two, three weeks goes a long way, um, especially with conditioning and and whatnot. But you just got, I think you have to come to the terms that no matter what it will be, it probably won't be enough. Right.
3: Yeah. And the fact that you're not having an entire spring and summer uh, to keep guys in shape and uh, there's going to be uh, some uh, acclimation that needs to go through there and they're going to have to do it. It's going to go into the season where guys aren't going to go into week one at full football shape the way they normally would be. But, the good news is, I guess, is that everybody's going to be in the same spot where, especially like you mentioned, you know, there's schools like, like Indiana right now that don't even have a, an established routine. And that's one luxury Nebraska has is, you know, at least there's a level of expectation year three now. and guys know what they're supposed to be doing. And, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of communication and all that stuff. So that helps and at least sustain the the bar. Whereas, you know, there are a lot of other schools that are trying to institute these entirely new programs uh, without anybody being <laughs> in the pro uh, on campus to, to be able to figure it out in person
0: yeah I mean I, I think it's gonna take at least a month probably um, you know on average for a lot of these guys to get back into playing shape so um, you know we'll see what happens I, I mean you could be Alabama and have your entire team outfitted with uh, with the Apple watches and be tracking all of their <laughs> All of their uh, activity there. I don't know exactly how that's legal, but... uh, So they're
1: buying Apple Watches, or, like, they have watches? The entire
0: team has Apple Watches. (laughs) Team-issued Apple Watches. Team-issued Apple Watches, and they're tracking everybody's...
1: Well, Nebraska uh, wears meters on their bodies, like, for sleep and other things, too. Well, yeah,
0: the catapult deal during practice, but I don't know. I mean, it's a little different than buying, than outfitting the entire team with Apple Watches, but... Um, I digress. If I've
1: learned anything <laughs> though through this, the NCAA can only regulate so much. A lot of it's institution to institution. And, you know, like Nebraska, they still have the training table open for grab and go. Um, anybody that has moved back to Lincoln that's paying rent on a place, they're back to a lot of those kids came back to town. And the weight room, to my understanding, is open again for small groups to go in and lift uh, under very, very heavily monitored, you know, environments. So, I mean, I think Nebraska is doing what they can within the rules. But, yeah, no matter what, it's not going to be enough. What do you got, Grace? All
2: right. Have you heard of any players being forced to quarantine because of the virus?
1: I have not. No. And I'm not sure we would. I yeah, mean, yeah, like,
0: yeah I, I doubt it. If there was somebody that needed to quarantine or – I don't know. If someone was gravely ill, we would probably would hear about it somehow, uh, just with the nature of social media these days. But – I'm sure. I mean, I'd be surprised if there wasn't somebody on the team that yeah, was forced about to quarantine. 150 guys. Yeah. I mean, somebody probably felt a little
3: weird and maybe decided to stay home for a week. But I don't think there's anything like anybody getting hospitalized or yeah. anything
1: like that. Well, we watched the the governor and the mayor press conferences, and when they announce the names, they never say who they are. They just say a man in his 40s. And, right. You know, they they just leave it at that. So yeah, from that point, you have to decide if you want to make it public. And I can't imagine too many people want to make that public sure. right now. No way. All right, what do you have for the final question?
2: What's the thing you guys have missed most being in quarantine the past couple uh, weeks?
1: I, I mean, for me, just going out to eat to restaurants and going to church. I mean, just things that you take for granted your whole life. I mean, think about it. I'm 39 years old, and I've never not been able to go to church on a Sunday or you know, not been able to go eat in a restaurant with my friends and family You know, when we get done with the show, we could walk outside and have lunch somewhere if we wanted to. We can't do that right now. And Mm so, I mean, I just think some of those simple things like that, going to a gym, a workout class – um, you know, my gym is shut down. I know there's a couple that are still open, but mine has not been open since March, whatever. So, yeah, th- those things all really make it pretty tough.
3: Yeah, all that stuff across the board um, and just public gatherings and going to concerts. You know, going to baseball games, especially now the weather's starting to turn a little bit. I mean, that was like one of the best things about spring in the state was being able to finally get outside after a long dreary weekend or winter. And now here we are uh, with uh, <laughs> all this time and nowhere to go.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Probably the thing I miss the most is just having a little space and like normalcy to my schedule. Uh, because now all of a sudden um, there's two adults working from home. instead casa, just su-kasa. Yeah, instead <laughs> of one and then, you know, two kids under six uh, that are trying to do school and whatnot. I mean, it is the schedule is, is definitely uh, pretty crazy. What do you miss the most, Grace?
2: Having a social life. and uh going to the gym would probably be the
1: the so let me ask you this you're 22 23 23 so your age bracket what are they like your friday night thursday night saturday night we know what they were like before this i mean like i mean are are are, are there things going on still like on friday night or does everybody kind of respect the guidelines and, and shut it down
2: I think I'd say it's pretty split down the middle. A lot of people are just self-quarantined with like their roommates. So, I mean, even then it's a couple people they can drink with or have, you know, game nights with. I've seen a lot of people doing Zoom, like happy hours. Mm-hmm. And so they get like 10 friends together on like this little Zoom thing and they play games over it. So that's kind of fun. Um, people are being pretty creative and for the most part, they're respecting the guidelines. But there's always some outliers.
1: What's the, what are things like in the town of Hupper? They say it right? Uh, no. <laughs> Hooper? Hooper. Hooper. Uh, okay. I almost
2: well, <laughs> y- yeah. Hooper. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't been back home since uh, probably beginning of March into February. Um, yeah. So.
1: It's a, it, like things are shut down though across small town Nebraska yep, as well. Yep.
2: Fremont is kind of more of where I'm from, I would say. And it's pretty shut down there too.
1: All right. Well, thank you for coming in, Grace. Um, When we come back, we're going to close the show with some recruiting. Um, Some big news came out as far as uh, Nebraska being in the finals for a couple of these uh, top targets. Nate Klaus will give some thoughts on that here next. You're listening to the Husker Online Show.